With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Instagram been on some bullshit lately. What's going on, Just Law? Then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. Uh, you know, of course, the obvious. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers yesterday. You know, everybody stepped up and did their motherfucking job as they should have been doing the whole time. You know, y'all niggas busted that nut. Take care of your motherfucking responsibility. Shout out to us as fathers, you know, active fathers, single fathers, married fathers, stepfathers. You know, shout out to those who've lost their father, fathers who've passed away. You know, just good ass men in general who have been an example to motherfuckers in their community. You know, all forms of fathers. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here who wasn't even a a stepfather or a father figure in any way other than being an example for a child so you know shout out to us for handling our business in general my nigga happy father's day you know and um of course happy juneteenth let me uh hit the air horn for that shit happy juneteenth my nigga you know our little independence day which became a you know a national holiday like last year you know that was cool you know, little, mm, you know, I, I'm i kind of conflicted about Juneteenth and its status as a fucking national holiday because it just felt like a little too little too late. But, you know, we're going to celebrate that motherfucker anyway because at the end of the day, that's our fucking holiday. Whether they tell us it's our shit or not, niggas been celebrating Juneteenth. So happy Juneteenth to everybody, my nigga. But um, today's episode, y'all niggas know. A lot of my titles, I don't really figure the motherfuckers out till after. But today I'm going to talk about stoicism. I was real excited about today's episode, my nigga. Like, you know, as of recent, I kind of been doing a little bit more reading than usual. Um, you know, of course, I watch a lot of documentaries. You know, I'm, I be on my little feed and my brain shit. And I was on the, um, you know, kind of like a little YouTube rabbit hole. And I came across uh, this Greek philosopher named... Um, Epictetus and um the the teachings of stoicism and of course y'all niggas know a nigga like me everybody who knows me personally and everybody who even has watched this show even once know I'm a very stoic individual I'm real calm cool and collected you know I'm I've always been a stoic person like nigga even when I was a little kid I've always been real stoic so you know of course just seeing like the teachings of stoicism being something that they actually used as a mindset and a lifestyle. Like, of course that shit interested me. So a nigga got the, you know, watching different videos on the teachings of Epictetus. 
And a lot of it really tripped me out because I was like, damn, a lot of this shit I've literally done shows about already. Like I've literally done episodes on practically every fucking teaching of Stoicism from the Greek philosopher Epictetus. You know, so like as I was writing the episode, like I ain't I ain't wrote this many notes in a long fucking time. Like I was just looking down. You know, the page of how much shit I wrote. And I was like, damn, nigga, this is going to be one of them episodes where, you know, shout out to I Am Hype out of Philly. You know, I did an episode with um, I Am Hype out of Philly. And he asked me if a motherfucker could listen to one episode and you say this episode is the representation of what too much game is. What episode would that be? And I kind of got stumped for a second because I'm like, I can't really just say that one episode could encapsulate the whole what this whole fucking show is about but i feel like on some real shit and not to oversell it but i feel like today's episode might be what that is because like i said the teachings of epictetus a lot of what was in there was shit that i've done shows about like throughout the whole life of the too much game podcast like literally nigga as i'm reading through as i'm watching videos as i'm looking at all of this shit i'm just like nigga I done did an episode about that. I done did three episodes about that. I done did two or three episodes about that shit. You know, so it's like, damn, this might be the episode that I point to when a motherfucker say, you know, if if I could listen to one episode and that's the encapsulation of what too much game is about, that might be this one. You know, so today's episode, I'm going to talk about stoicism, being stoic. You know, literally the reason why I'm so cool, the reason why y'all see me not really get too out of character, you know, the reason y'all niggas don't really see me open my eyes real wide, the reason you don't really see me hooping and hollering and yelling, you know, even when I get super passionate about some shit, I might change my tone, but I never raise my voice. You know, like this has always been a thing with me in relationships with women. You know, like I say a lot of shit and I never really raise my voice or get too much out of character. What's going on to the motherfucking pod? What's going on, cuz? What's going on, Ty Naps? What's, what's the deal with y'all? But like, nigga, I never really get too up or down. I'm always real even kill. I'm always real cool. You know, and then I seen like the teachings of stoicism and a lot of that shit was a lot of the way that I walk around life, a lot of the fucking philosophy that I personally have and shit that I've said out of my own mouth was like, damn, it's like a trip to see a motherfucker from, you know, hundreds of years ago that was already on the shit that I feel like I just was on naturally. You know, but like a lot of what stoicism is in a nutshell is focusing on what you could control. You know, like me personally, I always tell people this. You know, like I I don't really worry about a lot of shit that don't directly affect me because I tell motherfuckers, you know, stress will kill you. Nigga, stress cause cancer. Stress will fuck you up. You know, and the worst fucking thing is stress about is some shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. You know, like something that I'm real big on is, you know, I, I don't stress over anything that happens outside my front door. If that shit don't affect me, my family, my kids, my health or my finances, I don't give a fuck. You know, and it's not to sound fucking cold hearted or fucked up. But at the end of the day, nigga, me stressing over your shit won't help me. You know, me being fucked up about what you got going on ain't going to help me. All that's going to do is fuck me up. You know, like I be telling motherfuckers all the time, nigga, secondhand smoke is more dangerous to you than it is to the motherfucker with the cigarette. 
You know, like I don't sit up worry about what auntie such and such got going on or what cousin whoopty whoop got going on. You know, oh man, the nigga at my church, he all fucked up. He just lost his job. That ain't my job to stress about it. You know, uh, thoughts and prayers, my nigga, but it ain't my job to be stressed out. You know, of course you should be empathetic to people. You shouldn't be cold hearted to people, but at the same time, it ain't your job to be stressed out over that shit. It ain't your job to be worried about other people's shit, nigga. You got bigger fish to fry. Nigga, that's day fight. You know, like, I, I, shit, the funny thing is, nigga, when I did podcast pit, this was a fucking point that I meant, I meant to make. What's going on, TF Win? Like, nigga, I meant to say that shit, but like I told y'all, I got drunk and forgot my notes. But at the same time, my nigga, nobody's going to worry about you like you worry about you. So you shouldn't worry more about they shit than they worry about they shit. You know, that's what be fucking a lot of people up. It's a lot of motherfuckers stressed out over somebody else's bullshit. Nigga, you stressed out because somebody else going through it. And if you was going through the same thing that they going through, they wouldn't give a fuck. Like, nigga, never sit there worried about somebody else's bullshit, my nigga. That's not your job. That's not your fucking fight, nigga. Your fight is what you got going on. What's going on, I am hype? Like I said, nigga. You know, he asked me the question that kind of sparked this motherfucking episode. Y'all niggas check out I am hype, nigga. H-Y-M-P-E, nigga. Not hype like hyper. But um, but yeah, nigga, like that's the thing. You always gotta stress. Well, not even stress, nigga. Let me not let me retract that statement. Nigga, you never want to be stressed about shit. But at the same time, nigga, you damn sure don't want to be stressed about nobody else's shit, my nigga. You know, especially like shit that you can't control any fucking way. You know, because the thing is, nigga, be helpful. If you can help somebody, by all means, help them. If you can do something for somebody, by all means, do what you can do to help them. But at the same time, stressing over they shit will not fix they shit. Just like you, nigga. Not Like I said, nigga, I've done episodes, my nigga. Stress ain't never solved no problems. Worrying ain't never solved no motherfucking problems. So don't fucking stress or worry about nobody else's shit. Just like you don't stress and worry about your shit, nigga. The only thing you need to be worried about is what you control. You what you can control. The only shit you should be worried about is what you have to do to solve the fucking problem. Fuck the problem. You need to be focused on the motherfucking solution. At all times, you be solution oriented. Fuck the problem. The reason y'all always see me so cool is because I see what the problem is. I process what the problem is. I take a deep breath and I try to intelligently respond, not emotionally react. You know, like I always preach fucking strategy over fucking emotions. You always want to react on strategy, never fucking emotion. Because when you let something emotionally fuck with you, it'll knock you right off your game. If you let something worry you, it's going to knock you right off your game. So you always want to do everything based on strategy. Never your fucking emotions. If you let your heart dry the car, you're going to crash. And what you say, how to hustle podcast with hype available on all streaming platforms. Nigga, y'all check him out, my nigga. You know, me and his episode coming up soon. I am hype, my nigga. H-Y-M-P-E. But yeah, like you never fucking react off emotion, dog. You know, like I said, when y'all niggas see me always extra cool, it's not because I'm not worried. It's not because I'm not scared. It's not because I'm unaffected. Because the thing is, nigga, 
it's not wrong to have emotion. It's not wrong to be scared. It's not wrong to have your feelings hurt. It's not wrong to be, you know, sometimes stressed, my nigga. Because at the end of the day, nigga, these are natural reactions. You know, this episode is not me telling you to suppress your emotions. This ain't my motherfucking episode where I'm telling y'all to not have emotions or not be emotional. Because you have no control over your emotions. You have no control over the fact that, nigga, these are naturally bodily, natural bodily functions. What I'm telling you is when you're faced with a problem, when you're faced with adversity, when you're at fate, when you are faced with challenges, take a deep breath, process what that is, and focus on coming up with a fucking solution. Because when you have a solution, it cuts on your stress. When you are worried about what you can control over what you can't control, that shit will lower your fucking stress. Nigga, stress always is is heightened. When you worried about shit you can't control. So you always got to focus on what you have control of. You got to focus on what you can touch. Because what you can't touch, it, it, it's out of your hands. You know, nigga, you, you can't stop the rain, my nigga. So don't fucking worry about it, nigga. All you need to worry about is finding a motherfucking umbrella. You know, you can't control what happens to you. You can only control how you react to it. And that's the reason I'm so motherfucking cool, my nigga. That's the reason y'all motherfuckers don't really see me get too out of character. That's the reason when I'm in in sticky situations, you know, like, I've been going through a lot of shit as of recent. You know, not nothing to report. Not nothing that I'm going to be, like, you know, tripping or being super vulnerable on this show about. You know, but at the same time, like, nigga, I've been having challenges like everybody else has been having challenges. You know, just like the fact that Y'all niggas see me recording this motherfucking show from a different fucking location. You know, like I said, nigga, I've been separated in my marriage. Nigga, I had to fucking relocate. Nigga, that's some shit that fucks a lot of niggas shit up, my nigga. But at the same time, nigga, I can't allow adversity to fuck me up. I can't allow adversity to knock me off my game. I have to focus on solutions. I have to focus on what I have to do from this point forward. Worrying about what happened to me yesterday... Ain't going to help me. Nigga, sitting there focusing on what my problem is, it's not going to help me. I have to focus on finding a solution to the problem in front of me. I have to focus on what the fuck I have to do moving forward after that solution that I came up with, my nigga. You know, I have to be okay with the fact that something went contrary to where I wanted it to go. But at the end of the day, nigga, I still have a mission that I'm on. And I'm not finna fuck that up, my nigga. You know, I can't let what fucked up behind me fuck up what's in front of me. Oh, yeah, and hell yeah, uh, huh? Nigga, shout out to the Sports For You podcast who I always keep going on behind me, my nigga. Y'all niggas, y'all support the Sports For You podcast, Townhouse Media Family. But, you know, like, like I said, nigga, you should always focus on what's ahead of you way more than you focus on what's behind you. You should always focus way more on the solution than you focus on the problem. Because the problem is always going to be a problem until you find a solution. So stressing won't fucking solve that. Getting emotional won't solve that. Crying won't solve that. Sitting there talking and gossiping and bitching about it won't solve that. The only thing that's going to solve that 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is when you calm down, process it, strategize, and attack the shit. You know, like you have to be solution oriented. You have to be future oriented. Unless, or it, the only way that you're gonna be a problem solver, the only way that you're gonna be able to knock down stress is when you get to the point in your life where you're only focused on what's ahead of you. You know, a lot of motherfuckers be fucked up because they be focused on shit that's behind them. You know, like another big principle of Epictetus is nothing is forever. You know, a lot of all this shit temporary. Life is temporary. You know, relationships are temporary. Work is temporary. Nigga, all this shit is finite. And you have to walk around with that mindset, my nigga. You know, treat life as it is. It's fucking temporary, my nigga. You only going to be here for a certain amount of time. Your loved ones are only going to be here for a certain amount of time. What's going on, I am? Or as Cali as could be, my nigga, California's whining. What's the deal? You know, like life is temporary, my nigga. So you have to be okay with the fact that things are temporary. Relationships are temporary. You know, a lot of times it's going to be motherfuckers in your life who are going to leave you. Whether that be a breakup. You know, you might lose family members. People might move away. You know, if you if you a young person. People might change schools. You know, people might relocate. You know, like things happen. People leave your life. And you can't allow a person leaving your life to fuck you up because at the end of the day, it happens. You know, like you really have to walk around with the same mindset that you have when you're giving other people advice. You know, because like, you know, when your, your friend, they lose a family member and you'll tell them some shit like, hey, man, you know. Life goes on. I understand you loved your grandmother, but your grandmother would want to see you smile. Your grandmother would want to see you move forward. And then you lose your grandmother and you somewhere balled up in a fucking corner. Nigga, you should be living by that same advice that you would give another person. Nigga, your grandmother would want to see your ass standing up. Your grandmother would want to see you smiling. Your grandmother would want to see you celebrate and move forward. So you keep that same fucking energy that you had. When you was telling another motherfucker to do that shit. You know, always try to make the most of every moment. In the fact that life is temporary. You know, understanding that life is temporary. Understanding that you only going to have people in your life for a certain amount of time. You know, always tell motherfuckers you love them. You know, because you never know when it's going to be your last time fucking with them. You never know when it's going to be your last time kicking it with them. You know, so always be okay with expressing how you feel. Because like I said, it's it's not fucked up to have feelings. It's not wrong to have feelings. Especially when these are positive feelings. You know, if I love a motherfucker, I'm going to tell him I love him. If I fuck with him, I'm going to tell him I fuck with him. If you my friend, I'll tell you. You know, like never be afraid to express your fucking emotions with a motherfucker. Never be afraid to express yourself. And tell a motherfucker where you at in life 
because you don't know when that's going to be your last interaction with that person. You know, you should always make the most of every moment that you living in because you never know when it's going to be your last one. You know, always make sure, nigga, and like, I ain't going to front, dog. Not even to take it there because this is a serious episode and it might sound funny. But my nigga, if you fucking with a female, nigga, you need to be getting as much pussy as possible because you never know when this bitch going to dump you, my nigga. You never want to walk away from a motherfucking interaction with a female and be like, I knew I should have knocked her ass down that day. I knew I should have got some head that day. I knew I should, like, nigga, don't never turn down nothing, my nigga, because you never know when it's going to be your last opportunity to get it, my nigga. You know, never be afraid to seize the fucking moment, my nigga, because you never know when it's going to be your next or last opportunity to do that. What's going on, my nigga? Trail, little bro, what's the deal? You know, but that's the thing, my nigga. You should be taking advantage of every moment. You should never walk around life with regrets. You know, like, it'll always fuck you up, my nigga. Regret is always worse than asking for permission. You know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Because you always regret more the shit that you didn't do. You know, of course we regret, like, making mistakes. We regret doing too much but we always regret not seizing the opportunity way more it hurts way more when we think about what we could have should have would have did and didn't do than the shit that we did do and shouldn't have did you know so always seize the moment and do the best that you can because you never know when your opportunity be up you never know when your fucking time will be up you know you're never entitled to this shit you know, like the reason that I tell y'all, nigga, I probably talked about like two, three episodes ago. The reason I literally celebrate breakups is because I got everything that I needed out of that situation. So I'm excited for the next situation. Everything that I needed from that woman, I got out of that woman. So that woman leaving me is okay because now I'm smarter, bigger, better, stronger and faster for the next female. Nigga, I'm that much more intelligent than I was with her with the next female. So I'm going to be better off in my next situation than I was in my last situation. That's okay with me. She can go. Now it's on to the fucking next. The reason I'm always so cool is because I don't worry about what's behind me. I ain't got time for the baby, baby, please. Only baby, baby, please I'm doing is baby, baby, please fuck with me. New bitch. Not baby, baby, please, old bitch. The old bitch can go. She's out of here. It's on to the new one. Nigga, it's time to recruit, regroup, and reboot. She's gone. You know, a lot of times you niggas be out here making yourself look stupid trying to get a bitch that's gone. If you wanted her motherfucking ass that, if you wanted her that bad, you would have did everything that it took to keep her. You know, once she gone, she gone, my nigga. What's going on, grown man? Logic. Nigga, I'm not sitting up here trying to hold on to the past in no fucking capacity, my nigga. I know that I'm always going to be better off moving forward than I was in the past. Nigga, all I'm doing is motherfucking improving. The reason that I'm always cool is because I always keep the mindset of no matter what happens moving forward, I'm smarter than I was yesterday. I'm better than I was yesterday. I never fucking lose. I only learn. If I win, I won. If I lose, I learn. 
So I'm never really fucked up about shit because I'm always under the impression that I'm better off moving forward than I was the last time. So if it's something that I've lost in my life, whether that be a woman, a friend, a job, an interaction or any of that shit, nigga, all that means is I'm going to be better for the next interaction. So I'm not sad about losing this motherfucker. You know, like I say all the time, nigga, you've never lost a real friend. You lost a sucker. You lost a clown. You lost a toxic situation. That got to be okay for that motherfucker to be out your life. Fuck that person. If God meant for that person to be in your life, they'd have never left. So fuck them. Them motherfuckers wasn't for you. Nigga, if you get turned down for a job, nigga, that's okay. Nigga, keep on fucking applying. Find you another job, my nigga. That shit wasn't meant for you. A lot of times it just wasn't meant for you in that moment. A lot of times it just wasn't set for you to get in that moment. Later on, that shit might have been perfect for you. Because that's happened to me before. Nigga, it was a job that I wanted back in 2016, my nigga. I didn't get that job until fucking... No, it was a job I wanted in 2007. I didn't get the job until 2017. Nigga, exact same shit with me buying a home. Nigga, I was supposed to buy a house in 2009. I ended up buying a house twice that size in 2019, my nigga. You know, like a lot of times, the things that you miss out in life... It's because you missed out when you wasn't prepared for it. You're going to be prepared for it later on in life. So, again, never let the shit stress you out. Never let the shit fuck you up. Never let the shit get you off your game because it just might not have been your time yet. But your time going to come. What's going on, Life on Blood? What's happening, John? You know, but that's the fucking thing, dog. You know, never let missing out on something fuck you up because a lot of times it just wasn't meant for you or it wasn't meant for you at that time. You know, like something I'm a strong believer in is always doing your best and being happy with whatever the outcome may be. You know, because at the end of the day, you always feel better when you know that you put forth your best effort in any situation. If you know that you did your best, you should be comfortable with that. You know, because like I said, nigga, you either win or you learn. If you did your best and you won, congratulations. If you did your best and you lost, then you know, okay, this is what went wrong and this is what I got to do moving forward. Or this is what happened and I have to focus on what I have to do to make sure that I don't get that outcome again. You know, if you was playing sports and you lost, nigga, you got to go back, watch the game film and say, okay. I shouldn't be missing my open layups, okay? You know, I shouldn't have shot that shot, nigga. I should have passed it right there. Nigga, you either win or you learn. You know, you never waste your time unless you don't have fun or learn. You know, like, that's what I say about relationships, my nigga. The reason I don't be fucked up about losing relationships is because I either had fun, which, nigga, we probably had sex, we went on dates, nigga, we went and did fun shit, Like, nigga, we had a great fucking time. Because it didn't last forever don't mean nothing to me. That's cool, long as I have fun. And a lot of times, I learned something. I learned either what I wanted, I learned what I didn't want, I learned something that I liked, or I learned something that I didn't like. So, nigga, there was no loss. It wasn't a waste of time. A lot of people say that a fucked up relationship is a waste of time, and it's not. The only time you wasted your time is if you didn't learn shit. 
If you ain't learned shit, you wasted your fucking time. If you didn't enjoy yourself, you wasted your fucking time. And again, if that happened, that's your fucking fault. Nigga, you got to take accountability and responsibility for wasting your own motherfucking time. If you call a relationship a waste of time, you wasted your own fucking time. Because once you realized it was something you didn't want, you should have got out the fucking way. You know, like I said, I think what in the last episode, nigga, don't fuck with a person who don't have the same mission that you have. So if you was in a relationship with somebody and you thought y'all motherfuckers was going to get married and y'all don't, nigga, that's probably on you unless the motherfucker lied to you. And if that's the case, your ass learned something. You learned a valuable lesson about lying. Nigga, you need to watch for the red flags. What she said, if you can't stand by it, don't do it. Exactly. Steph learned from behind the bench. Huh, Steph learned from behind the back pass in 2016. But that's what I'm saying, my nigga. You either win or you learn. That's life. Nigga, you either, you know, you, you go through the experiences, you have fun, you know, you do what you do. And if the shit don't go your way, you learn valuable lessons and you move the fuck on. You know, you always do your best, though. You know, like I was saying, you always want to do your best in relationships. Never be afraid to give your all because, like, I see that shit a lot. What's going on, my nigga, the real Rodis? Rodis Hunt, y'all niggas go check the book out, nigga. You know, White Lines and, uh, you know, Rodis Live Podcast, R-O-D-E-S. But, um, you know, never be afraid to give your all in relationships. Like, I see that shit a lot, like, motherfuckers talking about, Oh, that's that's wife stuff. Those are husband duties. Like in order for you to have a wife or a husband, you have to let them know what the fuck you working with as a wife or a husband. Like that shit is so stupid to me when people say that shit. Like I'm not going to give you the wife privileges or how do I know that you worth making a wife? You know, that's like me saying, well, I'm not going to pay for dinner because, you know, those are husband things. You know what? If a nigga smack you on your ass. I'm not going to stop him because that's what a husband would do. Like, you know how fucking preposterous that shit sound? Oh, I'm not going to pull your chair out at the restaurant or I'm not going to open your door because those are husband things. I'm not going to do husband shit. You're not my wife. Like, you know how dumb that shit sound? Like, never be afraid to do your best and show off for a motherfucker. Because at the end of the day, like I said, if you did that shit and the relationship don't work, you won. That person didn't appreciate what you had to offer and they have to go. Goodbye. Enjoy your motherfucking life. I'm going to enjoy mine. I learned a valuable lesson. Some of these bitches don't deserve all that shit. So it is what it is. You know, a lot of times, nigga, you got to have the discernment and you got to ask the right questions of people to see if they're worth you doing that. You know, because I'm not saying to be trick daddy and shit. I'm not saying to be super simp. And just roll the red carpet out for any bitch you fuck with. I'm not saying that at all. But if you in a relationship dynamic that you see. That the person that you fucking with is worth these things. Don't try to hold back because it's like, oh, I don't I don't want to get my feelings hurt again. I don't want this person to do me how the last person do. Like, I don't lead with bitterness. Because like I always say, nigga, like I've been saying in this episode, nigga. I worry so much more about what's going to happen in my future than I worry about what happened in my past. Nigga, I can't bring my baggage into my new relationship because it's going to fuck my new relationship up. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I have to walk into this new relationship like it's a new relationship. I'm going to treat it as such so I can do the best that I can to make sure that this last relationship is my best relationship. What you say, Mama Maria Rivi? You are who you are, so whatever you do comes naturally anyway. Exactly. You should never be afraid to be who you actually are in real life. You shouldn't be walking around thinking, well, let me hold back because I don't want this motherfucker to, to think this and do this and end up doing this. Because at the end of the day, nigga, don't even fuck with nobody who you don't feel like you can do these things for. You shouldn't even be dating a motherfucker who you can't do shit for. You you shouldn't be dating a motherfucker. If, if you feel like you shouldn't be cooking for this nigga, you shouldn't even be fucking with this nigga. If you feel like you this girl don't deserve to have her meal paid for, you shouldn't even be fucking with her ass in the first place. You shouldn't even be around this bitch if you feel like it's too much to do something. What she say? Don't go to that man's place to do his laundry and dishes. Set boundaries, man. Well, the thing is, like I said, don't be fucking with no nigga that you don't feel deserve shit like that. You know, if you feel like that nigga don't deserve to have the laundry done and shit like that, then don't do that. But like I said, I ain't telling y'all to be super simp. I'm not telling y'all to be pick me shit. I'm just telling you in general, nigga, you should always put your best foot forward in any situation that you in, especially if you feel like a person is worth it. And if the person ain't worth it, then it is what it is, nigga. All all you can do is your best at the end of the day. You can walk away from it like me personally. I walk away from every relationship knowing that I gave it my best. Whether or not it worked out to me is irrelevant because I either had fun while I was there and I learn, or that's it. Like, nigga, if if I'm with a woman, no matter what I do for I know I have fun. Nigga, we had sex. We went on dates. Nigga, we did things. We had new experiences. I learned shit about this woman. She learned shit about me. We had great moments. And that's cool. If that shit don't last, that's cool, too, because it wasn't meant to work with her. The reason I'm always so cool when the breakup happened is because it just wasn't meant for me. And I'm okay with that. Everything wasn't meant to last forever, nigga. Some shit was only meant for that short amount of time. You know, like, the reason Disneyland is fun is because you go, you're there for like six, seven hours, and then you take your ass home. Disneyland ain't meant to last forever. It's fun. It's exciting, but it ain't fucking forever. This is a big fucking basis of what this episode is. 
Nothing is forever, but you should always be okay with doing your best, even when that shit is temporary. If you in a fucking relationship and you done wash this nigga draws, nigga, you done did laundry, cook, clean, you done help that nigga fix his credit, help that nigga get his felonies expunged, and then he left you. You should have at least enjoyed the experience that you had with him. Nigga, you should at least be able to enjoy the fact that you was able to do something for a person to help them. That should be okay with you. That person wasn't meant for you. You know, but at the same time, if you feel like a sucker, nine times out of ten, you probably felt like a sucker while you was doing it. And if you feel like a sucker while you doing anything, you shouldn't do it. Never do anything that's going to leave you feeling like a sucker. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. A lot of motherfuckers is walking around doing shit that they probably feel like they shouldn't do. If that's the case, don't fucking do it. You know, because instinct is a real thing that should be followed. You know, if you get that little feeling in your head, like, you know what, I don't think this motherfucker deserves this shit, then don't fucking do it. You know, but I'm not talking about situations like that. I'm literally talking about the motherfuckers that actually feel like they're something that you could see moving forward. There's somebody who you feel like you can actually make a real thing. Don't be super sent for a bitch that you know going to be gone in two weeks. No, nigga, don't do that. But if you do feel like she's something special, nigga, don't be afraid to roll out the red carpet. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to do what you're supposed to do. Because a lot of times, you holding back, being afraid to get your heart broke is the reason that your heart got broke. Nigga, you be too busy holding back. And them motherfuckers notice that shit and they got the fuck out your way. Do you know how many relationships wouldn't be had if they knew the expiration date? Exactly. And that's the fucking thing. You know, I don't walk around in relationships looking for the end. I'm only looking at it as something that could potentially be something great. Now, if it don't be something great, that's okay with me because I understood that going in. But I don't walk in to a door thinking it's going to close because you might as well not even walk in this shit. You shouldn't approach no dating situation feeling like it's just bound to fail because, yes, relationships fail. Of course they do. Like I said, nigga, earlier, everything is temporary. Life is temporary, my nigga. That's like saying I'm not going to love my grandma because she going to die eventually. How did that sound? I'm I'm not going to love my mom because my mom eventually going to die and my heart going to be broke. So you going to hold back your love from your mom because you know you know you know she's going to die one day. You going to hold back your love from your grandmother because you know she's going to die one day. You never going to buy a dog because you know your dog going to die one day. Nigga, everything goes away, my nigga. Everything is fucking temporary. So you should never be afraid to love something to the fullest while it's here. You know, like they say about females, my nigga. The bitch never yours. It's just your turn. Nigga, your turn might last until y'all die. Nigga, your turn might last two weeks. Your, your turn might last that day. But always put in your best effort and try to get the most out of any situation. And you'll always be comfortable. You'll always be cool, nigga. That's why I'm so cool, nigga. That's why I'm stoic, my nigga. Because at the end of the day, nigga, I understand how temporary everything is. So when people show that they temporary, I'm cool with that. I understood that that was the fucking case and I move accordingly. 
What you say, my nigga Peasy? Had to tag a couple homies in this one. Yeah, nigga, good looking out, my nigga. You know, intuition is a golden guide to great experiences. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, you know, never be afraid to listen to that voice in your head. But that voice in your head should always be telling you to do your best in all situations. Do your best to get your best in and out of every situation. And you'll always be cool about it. You'll be able to be cool walking away with the fact that you did your best. You'll be cool with the experience knowing that you got the most out of the situation that you was in. You got the most out of that relationship. You know, like me, when I walk away from interactions with women, whenever, you know, I break up with somebody or they break up with me or we split up or we go separate ways, I'm always like, nigga, we had a lot of sex. We had a lot of fun. We ate good food. We had good experiences. We had good conversation. It just wasn't meant for me to stay forever, and that's cool. Nigga, I don't cry when I leave Six Flags. I don't cry when I leave Disneyland. You know, I don't cry when I leave, you know, when I'm riding my Harley and I got to get off the bike and go back to reality. I don't leave when I come back from vacation. It was meant for the moment that it was, and that's okay. That's how it is with relationships. Nigga, you and that girl was together for 22 fucking years, and it didn't work out. Man, just enjoy the 22 years of experience and celebrate that that person is gone. Just like death, you know, you 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 lose people, my nigga. People die on you, and you got to be okay with that. You enjoy the experiences that you had with your grandmother, your grandfather. You enjoyed the lessons that they taught you. You enjoyed the experiences. You enjoyed the discipline. You enjoy everything that they put in your life. It's time for them to be gone. You have to be okay with that. I'm not saying not to cry. I'm not saying not to be sad. I'm not saying not to mourn. But at the same time, you have to be okay with the fact that life is temporary. You have to understand the fact that life is temporary. You have to understand that everything is temporary. So when it's time for things to be over with, when it's time for things to be gone, you have to just move the fuck on. I understand that it's difficult. But you once you have the understanding of how temporary things are, it makes it easier to move forward, you know, especially because, like I said earlier, my nigga, you got to keep that same energy that you have when somebody else loses something. Because if somebody loses their phone, you be quick to be like, oh, man, that's just a phone. You'll get another phone. But when it's your phone, you fucked up about it. No, nah, nigga, keep the same energy you had when you gave that nigga that advice. It's just a phone. Just like when somebody else's grandmama die or somebody mama die or somebody brother or cousin die and you tell them, man, he'd want you to smile. He'd want you to move forward. He wants you to do that. Nigga, you do that. You should have that same fucking energy that you had when you gave that person that fucking advice. This is why I'm cool, because when shit happens to me, I do the same shit as the advice that I give people. Nigga, just take it in. You know, do your little two or three days of crying and then move the fuck on because life goes on. Nigga, life going to go on without that motherfucker anyway. You crying ain't going to bring him back. You sitting up there balled up in the corner making fucked up statuses on fucking Instagram and all that bitching and moaning. That ain't going to bring him back. You sitting on the couch eating ice cream and and being fucked up. That ain't going to bring him back playing Brandy. I'm missing you and, you know, the cross. That shit not going to bring him back, my nigga. So get your mourn on for the time that you have set aside to get your mourn on. 
and keep on fucking hustling. You know, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You got to understand, nigga, everything ain't meant to last forever, my nigga. So don't beat yourself up when shit don't last forever. Just like relationships. Just like job opportunities. Just like when you in sports and you playing your hardest and you end up losing. You know, everything is not in your control. You know, you always have to keep in mind that the only thing in your control is your efforts. The only thing that's in your fucking control is what you do, how you move, how you act, and how you react. That's it. If somebody died, nigga, you ain't had no fucking control over that, nigga. Only thing you had control over was the moments that you spent with that person. So always try to make sure to do your best to make the most out of the moments that you have with that person because it's temporary. Nigga, all you can control is how you acted, what you did, how you treated that person, how you allowed that person to treat you. So you should be okay when it's time for that person to lead your life. You know, whenever you face adversity, whenever you face loss, whenever some shit goes wrong in your life, you should always be okay with the fact that you built for this shit. You should always remember the fact that you built for this shit. You know, something that I've always told motherfuckers, like, nigga, just in life in general, my nigga. You know, God ain't never going to put no more on you than you can handle. You know, I always keep that shit in mind. So when I'm going through some fucked up shit, my nigga, you know, like I done told y'all, nigga, my mom got breast cancer. You know, I told you niggas, shit, what, last year? You know, there was a time when I was doing this episode, nigga, my dad was dying. Both my parents was in the motherfucking hospital when I was doing this motherfucking show. Nigga, with the same energy that I got right now. Not because I thought that wasn't nothing going to happen. You know, but at the end of the day, nigga, I still got some shit I got going on. I still have a mission that I have to accomplish. So even though I do got a lot on my motherfucking plate, nigga, I still got family take, you know, to take care of. Nigga. I still got kids depending on me. I can't be sitting up here balled up behind some shit I can't control. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a surgeon. I couldn't take my ass to that motherfucking hospital and make my mom be better. I couldn't take my ass to that hospital and make my dad be better. Nigga, all I could focus on is the shit that I could control. So I have to take care of that. I hope for the best. I pray for the best. I pray that God put his hands on my mom and my dad to make them well. But while he doing that, I still got some shit I got to take care of. You know, and that's fucking life. That's the reason I'm so cool. Because I always keep in mind that, nigga, I got some shit I got to take care of. I got to be cool for my kids. Nigga, I can't be no bitch-ass nigga in front of my kids. I can't let my kids see me balled up and crying over some shit, especially if I couldn't control it. You know, all my kids need to see from me is strength. Nigga, I'm the leader of my motherfucking household, my nigga. I got I got to be strong for Deuce and Brownie, my nigga. You know, I got to be strong for them, nigga. I can't be a bitch crying over some shit that I couldn't control because at the end of the day, nigga, whether I cried or not, what's going to happen is going to happen. Whether you stressed or not, what's going to happen is going to happen. If motherfuckers gonna die, they gonna die. If motherfuckers gonna leave you, they gonna leave you. If your friend gonna flip on you, he gonna flip on you. You have no control over what happens to you. You only have control over what you do in these fucking situations. So stress not gonna fucking change a motherfucking thing. What's going on, bad? What you say, nigga? Stress change that chain. 
Too much head Hey man fuck you nigga Shout out my nigga From on the bad nigga That nigga got the biggest head In the world dog That nigga's a Guinness book World record holder My nigga That nigga got a fitted cap Nigga that nigga fitted cap Size is 12 and a half My nigga And they got the biggest head In the world But like I said My nigga like When you going through These adversities You always have to remember That you built for this shit God wouldn't have put that shit In front of you If you couldn't handle it My nigga you know, you always got to keep that shit in mind. Like, nigga, at the end of the day, I can handle anything. There ain't no problem in front of me that I can't solve. Because a lot of times, there's bigger problems that you handle before. You know, like, something that I always keep in mind a lot of times when shit go fucked up. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner you know something that i would get into with my my wife about back when i was married was how cool i was about everything you know she just swore to god i never gave a fuck about shit and it's like it ain't that i don't give a fuck it's that nigga number one i got bigger fish to fry number two i've solved bigger problems and number three nigga i have to keep this fucking strong demeanor for my kids i can't let my kids see me look weak because they gonna think that being weak is cool you know, you got people watching you, my nigga. Whether you know it or not, there's somebody watching you. Even grown-ass motherfuckers that don't have children, nigga, there's somebody watching you. You're somebody's example, so keep that shit in mind. The reason that I always got this cool-ass demeanor is because I realize there's motherfuckers watching and listening to, me, listening to me at all times. I can't let them down. I can't let them see me being weak. I have to always be strong. I have to always be cool. Because I want my kids to understand that even though shit is fucked up, you can still hustle. You can still grind. You can still move forward. You have to move forward. You have to grind. You have to be strong, my nigga. It's a lot of situations where the only fucking choice you have in life is to be strong. Like, nigga, if your parents die right now, Nigga, you crying ain't going to bring him back to life, my nigga. If you lose your job, you crying ain't going to pay your bills. If your bitch leave you, you crying ain't going to bring her back. Nigga, only thing that you have to do in life is to move the fuck forward. Whether that be trying to get that girl back, doing everything that it takes in order to bring, it, bring her back to your life. If your parents die, they did. So at the end of the day, nigga, what you have to do is be strong in their honor. Nigga, what you have to do is everything that them motherfuckers taught you throughout your fucking life. 
Because like I said, at the end of the day, you have to understand that everything in life is temporary, my nigga. So when you take losses, you have to understand the fact that that loss was coming. You know, nigga, if you a human being, if your parents was human beings, nigga, they gonna die. Your grandma gonna die. Your granddaddy gonna die, my nigga. If you got a dog, your dog gonna die. You know, so you can't allow that shit to fuck you up. You can't allow it to stop you. You still got some motherfucking hustling to do. You know, of course, it's okay, like I said, to be sad about that shit. But you got to move the fuck forward, my nigga. You know, and a lot of times, you know, like I said, I did a whole episode about this shit, nigga. These challenges are opportunities to show the strength that you have. You know, a lot of times your best fucking testimony in your life will be overcoming adversity, overcoming these challenges. The harder the motherfucking challenge, the better you look after you overcome that motherfucker. The bigger the opponent, the greater it feels when you get that victory. You know, a lot of times the reason these motherfuckers is always talking about they came from the bottom. You know, I came from nothing and I made it to success. is because they understand the beauty of overcoming adversity. You know, nigga, it always looks better to be the champion than it does to be the chump. You know, it's always better when you go through that real shit than when you go through some bullshit. You know, because you show your strength through these fucking things that you go through. You know, so you can't allow that shit to ball you up, nigga. You know, a lot of the things that I feel confident in, the reason that I stay so cool is because in a lot of situations, nigga, a lot of shit go fucked up for me. But I always remember, nigga, I survived homelessness. You know, I survived living with my mom, my two brothers, and my sister in a car. You know, I survived us living hotel room to hotel room. You know, sleeping on motherfuckers' couches and living room floors. Like, nigga, if if I could go through that, it ain't really a lot of shit that could beat me, my nigga. You know, it's a lot of motherfucking family members I lost. You know, like I talked about on this motherfucking show, nigga. I lost my cousin, nigga. I get this nigga my pistol. And the last words I told my cousin was bring my shit back. And he never came back. If I'm able to fucking go through that and be cool, nigga, it ain't really a lot of shit that's going to fuck me up, my nigga. You know, I done lost niggas who I was kicking it with every single day. And they not here no more. I'm I'm okay with a lot of this shit that's going to happen moving forward. You know, I understand that life is temporary. So there's going to come a time when I'm going to get that call and that's going to be the last time I talk to my mom. There's going to be a time that's going to be the last time I talk to my dad. There's going to be times that's going to be a, the last time that I might talk to my siblings or it's going to be the last time they talk to me. But you have to be okay with that. You get the most out of everything in your motherfucking life and you move forward with it. You use that shit as fuel for what the fuck you got going on moving forward. You know, and like just when it comes to just this stoic ass demeanor that I have, you know, I never allow myself to be provoked. You know, like I said, nigga, I take a deep breath and I always keep strategy over emotion. It's okay to feel emotion, but nigga, you always have to react strategically. You move strategically, nigga. 
You move strategically, nigga. You don't react emotionally, nigga. You 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 react based on this motherfucker right here, dog. You don't work with this motherfucker right here. This motherfucker right here, it don't think. It just does shit. This motherfucker right here, you calculate it, my nigga. You respond intelligently. You know, so if a motherfucker say some bullshit to you, like I said, nigga, I done did a, a, a recent episode about not letting motherfuckers get you out of your character. And this episode, I'm talking about not letting situations get you out of your character. Nigga, you, you fucking, you sit there, you take a deep breath, you count the 10, you do whatever you have to do to calm yourself down before it's time to respond. It's a lot of motherfuckers doing life in prison because they didn't understand this concept. It's a lot of motherfuckers that done lost jobs. They done lost relationships. Nigga, they done lost their freedom. They done lost all type of shit. Nigga, they done lost their life because they didn't understand this concept. They allowed their motherfucking emotions to get ahead of them. They allowed their hot head to get ahead of them. And it fucked them up on the back end. You know, somebody said something they didn't like. They done shot him and killed them. Nigga, they, they, they seen the nigga slipping out of bounds at the wrong gas station. You know, that nigga was at the wrong liquor store. You know, when they did something they wasn't supposed to do, nigga, now they not here no more. Nigga, sometimes, nigga, a nigga said some slick shit to you, nigga. You react emotionally, nigga. You done swung on a nigga. You ain't realize this nigga was a shooter. Now you on a T-shirt. Nigga, you react off fucking strategy. You react off intellect. Never fucking emotion, dog. You know, like when it comes to me, you know, just when it comes to like, Words, motherfucking shit that people say, nigga, because motherfuckers gonna say slick shit about you, my nigga, especially when you got something cracking. You know, especially when you, nigga, you, you dress fly, you, you got your money together, nigga, you, you fucking bad bitches, like you, you, you kind of like the nigga out here, or you, you that bitch around here. It's always gonna be motherfuckers that got some fucked up shit to say, my nigga. But acknowledgement is empowerment. You addressing them is exactly what they wanted. So you can't get him that. You know, there's literally motherfuckers that walk around all day happy that it's a celebrity that blocked them. Nigga, they happy that they got you out of your character. Them motherfuckers literally happy. Oh, I had that bitch mad. She big mad. Like, it's motherfuckers that they get off on that shit. You can't allow them to have that. You can't acknowledge them because that acknowledgement is the empowerment that they was asking for when they said what they said. When they did what they did, they want to provoke you, my nigga, because that's the thing when it comes to, you know, like I said, nigga, the reason that I'm so cool, the reason I'm so stoic in all situations is because I understand that some motherfuckers, nigga, that that shit wakes them up in the morning. That fuels them. Nigga, that shit, that nigga, that shit get they dick hard to see your smile turn upside down. I won't allow it, my nigga. It's a lot of shit motherfuckers say that I don't like. It's a lot of shit motherfuckers do that I don't like. But I never allow them motherfuckers to get me out of my cool because I allow them to win. And that's never going to fucking happen. You know, especially when it's like this. You should never internalize negativity. You know, you control what affects you mentally. You know, when these motherfuckers say this bullshit, nigga, you have total control over how you react. Like I said, nigga, it's not... Wrong to feel offended It's not wrong to feel angry But you don't have to react angrily You don't have to act out of your offense 
Nigga you act Off of intellect When a nigga say some bullshit about me Nigga I don't fucking React off emotion Like I don't just jump and Say some bullshit back Because I know that's what that nigga wanted You know it's a lot of shit That motherfuckers gonna say to you That they want that reaction They wanna see you get up out of your character You know like I don't know if y'all saw that motherfucking movie Uh it was a bullshit movie by Clint Eastwood. It was called Grand Torino. Nigga, the end of the movie, you know, it was like this gang that was like terrorizing his neighborhood and shit. You know, in the end of the movie, basically not to spoil it, but y'all motherfuckers don't want to see that bullshit ass movie. You know, in order to beat the gang, that nigga went up to their little hood house where they all hang out and he was, you know, fuck you guys. I'll kick your ass. You guys ain't shit. Blah, blah, blah. And they end up smoking his ass and they all got locked up. That was how that was his heroic ending to the movie. He got them niggas out their character. Them niggas reacted emotionally and they all got locked up for killing this old ass white man. You can't allow yourself to be like that. You can't allow a motherfucker to make you jump up out your skin and put yourself in a situation where you putting your freedom on the line. You putting your job on the line. You putting a lot of shit on the line for a motherfucker that ain't even fucking worth it. A lot of these niggas ain't fucking worth it, dog. These niggas ain't shit. So you shouldn't allow no bum ass nigga to get you up out your character to the point where you end up looking as stupid as that motherfucker is. What's going on, three up dolo? You know, like I said, nigga, in, in all situations, my nigga, always remember the advice that you would give other people when they experience this misfortune. You know, because it's a lot of times that you go through some shit and you done seen somebody else go through it and you done gave them the same advice in a situation that they going through that you going through, but you don't follow your own fucking advice. Them niggas lose they, they phone. Them niggas get beat up. Them niggas get fired from their job. They dog die. They have any fucking level of misfortune or a challenge. And you sitting up here with the benevolent advice and shit. Like you Mr. advice. You like, hey man, you know, life goes on. You know, it just wasn't meant for you. You know, God got some bigger shit going on. You know, motherfuckers like to hit you with the religified shit. Oh, you know, the Lord, he closes one door and he opens another door. You know, you quick to hit a nigga with the TD Jakes and shit. But then when it's your turn and it happened to you, nigga. Oh no, it's different. Oh, no, it's different. See, I was closer to my mom than you was to your mom. When I told you to move forward about your mom, I know you and your mom wasn't close like me and my mom was. No. Loss is loss. Challenge is challenge. Nigga, when you telling a person that they should move forward because they went through a challenge, you need to move forward when you go through a challenge because death is a part of life. You have to be okay with that. Like I said, nigga, you have to understand going into any reaction, any motherfucking interaction with a person, nigga, is temporary. So when it's time for that shit to be over with, you have to move forward. You process that shit. You mourn. You feel your sadness. You go through your little two or three days of bereavement and you got to move the fuck on. Keep fucking hustling. If you have a motherfucking woman and you thought that was wifey and the bitch do some bullshit, she blow up on you, she flip on you, she cheat on you, she do some fuck shit, you have to be okay watching that bitch walk out the motherfucking door. You have to understand that she was never yours. It was just your turn. She don't belong to you. She belonged to the streets.
And I'm not even saying that shit in no hoe-ass way, my nigga. I literally mean this. Nobody belongs to you. Yeah, nigga, you might have a wedding ring and she might have a wedding ring, but y'all don't belong to each other, my nigga. You know, shit happens. People grow apart. You know, people learn different things. People mature at different rates. So the fact that sometimes a marriage has to end, that has to be okay with you. Because at the end of the day, I'm not saying that you should be happy every time. Because I tell y'all, nigga, my toxic trait, I celebrate breakups. But that's just me. Like I said, I'm stoic. I'm naturally stoic. I don't got to be taught this shit. This just me. It's just how I naturally am. You know, when it's time for shit to be over with with me, I always remember it was temporary anyway. If it lasted forever, I celebrate. But if it didn't last forever, I understand that it wasn't meant to last forever. And that's the reason I'm always cool. A lot of motherfuckers ain't like that. But that's what this motherfucking episode is about. It's about when something goes fucked up in your life, you understanding the fact that it wasn't meant for you. If you lost, it's because you wasn't meant to win. Not because you didn't try your hardest, but because it just wasn't your day that day. If you apply for a job and you don't get it, it's just because it wasn't your time to get that job that day. You know, a lot of times it just ain't your fucking time and that has to be okay with you. You know, you in a relationship with a woman, that shit might last 17 years. And then it ends. She just wasn't meant to be your forever. And that has to be okay with you, my nigga. We all go to amusement parks. You wasn't meant to stay at Disneyland forever. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But the reason you was okay leaving Disneyland is because you understood that Disneyland wasn't forever. You know, a lot of times the reason that a lot of us are okay when our dog die is because we understand the fact that a dog has a limited lifespan. But the thing is, we have to also understand that so do humans. So do relationships. So do jobs. So does everything in life. A lot of shit is temporary, my nigga. So you can't be walking around this motherfucker thinking that you got forever with people. You have to get the most out of every reaction or every interaction that you have with a person, every relationship you have with a person. You give your all and you get everything that you can out of this shit. So when it's over, you can walk away with your head up. You know, like shout out to my cousin Double M up in this motherfucker. I don't know if that nigga still watching. I just saw his ass pop in. But like I remember when we was at my grandma's funeral. And neither one of us was crying. You know, like, and we love my grandma to death, my nigga. We love our grandma with all our heart. 
Nigga, me and my cousin, swear to God, we was both our grandma's favorite grandkid. Nigga, we loved grandma with everything that was in us. But the reason that neither one of us cried at my grandma's funeral was because, number one, we understood that it was grandma's time to go. Nigga, we knew it was coming, and we was prepared for that. And the second thing was we understood that we got the most out of every fucking interaction that we could with grandma. Nigga, we learned all we could from grandma. Nigga, we had every experience that we were supposed to have with grandma. Nigga, whenever we had an opportunity to kick with grandma, we did. Whenever we had an opportunity to do something for grandma, we did. So when it was grandma's time to pass away, we was okay with that. As much as it's fucked up, as sad as it is to lose somebody who you love so much, you got to be okay with the fact that you know that their life is temporary, my nigga. You know, life in general, my nigga, just like a brother, just like a cousin, just like an uncle, just like a family friend, a best friend, nigga. You got to understand that, nigga, life ain't meant to be forever, nigga. You going to lose people. You going to lose a lot of the closest motherfuckers who you ever have in your life. And again, yes, it's sad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to feel that shit because that shit going to hurt like a motherfucker. But you still got hustling to do, my nigga. You still got a life ahead of you that you got to live. So even though you took a gigantic motherfucking loss, you got to be okay with that shit. Especially when you've done all that you can do with that person. You've done all that you can do for that person. You enjoy all the fucking experiences that you could with that person. So the reason that me and my cousin didn't cry at my grandma's funeral is because we knew that we got all that we can get out of our interaction. We gave all that we can give in that interaction. So we was able to watch my grandma leave this earth guilt-free. You know, a lot of times the reason that motherfuckers be so sad at funerals is because they got that unfinished business with that person. You know, the reason that a lot of motherfuckers be so fucked up at funerals is because they know there was something they wish they told that person. There was something that they wish they did with that person. There was something that they wish they did for that person. You know, like you'll hear the shit, you know, motherfucker. Be, oh, I wish I'd have spent more time with my grandma. Not us, nigga. We spent all the time we could spend with grandma. Oh, I, I wish when she called, I would have answered. I wish I'd have called her more. You know, like with us, it's like, nigga, we called and talked to grandma all the time. We was always kicking it with grandma. So, like, we didn't have no unfinished business. And this is what I'm saying in this fucking episode about every experience that you have in life. Give all that you can give in every motherfucking experience and get all that you can get out of every experience. So when it's over, you're cool with that. You're okay with losing shit because you got all that you can get out of it when you had it. You gave all that you can give when you had it. So when it's time for that shit to be over with, you guilt free when it's gone. You okay with that shit being gone. You know, when you did your best in any motherfucking situation, you okay with the outcome. You know, like even when I play sports and I lose, and like I you know, I'm a horrible sport. I'm a I'm a poor sport, nigga. I, I break joysticks, I throw shit, nigga. You know, so a lot of times like this is like something that I gotta I gotta like minister to myself in this shit. You gotta understand that you can't win at everything. Nigga, there's going to be times that you're going to give your best effort and you still going to lose. 
that has to be okay with you. Nigga, the only thing you can control is your fucking effort. You can't always control the outcome. You can only do the best that you can to make sure that the outcome is favorable. But it won't always be. You know, and like something else, dog, like to digress from that shit. You know, speak rarely, but always speak powerfully. You know, like this is like. This whole show, what too much game is about, the reason that too much game exists is because, you know, a lot of y'all, if y'all follow the too much game page on Instagram or on fucking Twitter, y'all see, I don't post all fucking day. I don't post a lot. I don't do what a lot of niggas have told me I should do, which is like, man, you should be doing like daily jewels or daily gems. You should be like posting every day and, you know, giving little gems every day. I don't fucking speak often. I'm way more likely to be observant than I am to be vocal. Because I I value learning a lot more than I value speaking. You know, I try to learn as much as I can. So when I get on this motherfucking show, I could teach as much as I can. You know, like I said, this whole motherfucking episode is because I've been reading. This whole motherfucking episode is because I've been watching Greek philosophers and shit like this. You know, something that reinforced a lot of what the fuck I talk about in this show, I decided to come and convey to y'all because I'm like, damn, this shit that I just got done consuming is something that's literally the basis of everything that I've been talking about for the three years that I've been doing the Too Much Game podcast, which is the reason that I'm stoic, the reason that I'm cool, the reason that I always understand that loss happens, the reason that I understand that every interaction that you go into is temporary, the reason that I'm always calm the reason that i always react with with strategy over fucking emotion is because i always take care of everything with this and not with this you know always make sure that when something happens when i face adversity i always put my mind over my motherfucking emotion you know the reason that i always speak on this show and not on fucking Instagram and not on fucking Twitter and sit there tweeting and doing all that bullshit is because I'm too busy trying to learn. So when I speak, it's going to be powerful. When I say something, that shit going to hit. You know, a lot of niggas do a whole lot of talking and they ain't saying shit. I never want to be that dude. Nigga, this motherfucking episode, I've been talking for an hour and 10 minutes right now. Meat and fucking potatoes. Like when you listen to this motherfucking show, nigga, you can literally tune in For any five minutes of this motherfucker, you're going to get some game. The reason I call this motherfucker too much game is because literally, nigga, I could cut a clip out of any of this shit and it's going to be some shit, my nigga. Because I spend so much time doing fucking research. I spend so much time trying to get game to give game. I don't like wasting my words. I don't like just talking for the fucking sake of talking. I don't do that shit. I always make sure that when it's time for me to talk, I got some I got some hot fire for your motherfucking ass. It's always going to be some shit when I turn this motherfucking mic on. You know, and this is how you should be as a fucking person, nigga. Be a man of very few words. You know, because at the end of the day, like, nigga, don't nobody give a fuck. You sitting there bragging about yourself, don't nobody give a fuck. That shit not going to get you shit, nigga. Bragging ain't going to get you shit. Talking about yourself ain't going to get you shit. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers sit up here trying to show motherfuckers how cool they are, tell motherfuckers how cool. I don't do that shit, man. 
You know, only time I talk about myself is as a fucking example to teach a motherfucker something. Because y'all niggas don't give a fuck about what the fuck I got going on. Y'all niggas give a fuck about what the fuck I got to say, and I understand that. That's the reason I take it so serious when it's time for me to say something. Because I understand niggas ain't here for how my fucking day went. Niggas is here for the motherfucking game that I got to give. So I always make sure when it's time for motherfuckers to listen to what the fuck I say, I'm saying some hot shit. Just like I watch these motherfucking Instagram live, niggas, niggas that literally tune in for a minute or two. I want to make sure, nigga, for that one minute them motherfuckers is in here, I'm saying some cold ass shit. You know, that's how I keep motherfuckers listening to these fucking hour long podcasts. Because no matter how motherfucking long you listen, nigga, whenever you tuned in or tuned out, I was saying some shit. Shout out Lady A, nigga. Shout out to fucking Henny Lou for the motherfucking Mind Triggers podcast. But like I said, nigga, you as a person, nigga, especially us as podcasters, nigga, never sit up there and overshare, never brag. When you in a dating situation and you talking to a woman or you in a dating situation as a woman and you talking to a man, spend more time on what the fuck you got to say to that person as far as you learning that person than you trying to show that person how cool you are. You trying to show that person how much money you make. You trying to show that person how great you are. Because at the end of the day, nigga, that shit don't mean nothing. You should be trying to do the best you can to learn that person. To learn if that person is even worth all the cool shit you have to offer. Nigga, sometimes you done spend so much time bragging this motherfucker, you ain't even realized they wasn't nobody to fucking brag to. Shout out to my bitch ass brother. What's going on, Cali Buds? My nigga Deezer D. My brother was a fruitcake. But um, but yeah, nigga, like, never spend too much time trying to show how cool you are. Cause a lot of motherfuckers don't fucking care, my nigga. It's a lot of shit that you gonna say to people that it don't fucking matter. So you should be saying what's necessary. You know, if they ask you a question, answer that. What's going on, YG Blaze? Nigga, you should be spending more time trying to learn in any situation that you go into. Not try to show how much you know. The easiest way to miss out on a valuable lesson is trying to show how fucking smart you are. You know, a lot of times, nigga, the reason that a lot of people don't work out in a lot of situations is because instead of coming into a situation as a student, you try to come into the situation as a teacher. You try to come into a fucking situation as a fucking know-it-all. And that's the quickest way to miss out on a valuable lesson. You know, that's the reason, like I said, nigga, I don't be sitting on fucking Instagram all day trying to talk. You know, I spend a lot more time trying to learn. You know, like I say a lot on this motherfucker, a lot as far as everybody who really knows me personally. Anybody who's had a real life interaction with me, nigga, I spend way more time watching fucking documentaries than I do watching movies and TV shows and shit. Because I'm way more big on learning than I am on watching bullshit. And like I said, a lot of the shit that I'm talking about in this episode, this is just me how I am as a person. Like, I'm not judging niggas who watch TV. Like, I'm not telling niggas not to watch the new season of Power or P-Valley or whatever the fuck is on TV right now. But that's just not me. But one thing I do judge niggas for is spending way more time on fuck shit than they spend on educating they fucking self. Like, I hate a motherfucker who will sit up here and be talking for all this time. Like, the reason I cut out a lot of the podcasts that I used to listen to is because it ain't a lot of meat and potatoes out here. 
You know, and this ain't me speaking down on no other shows, nigga. This ain't me saying, oh, I don't listen to y'all nigga shit if it ain't educational. Because I listen to shows that's purely entertaining, my nigga. Just like we all do. But it's a time and a place for everything. Nigga, we should all just, and this is me speaking to black people because Juneteenth just passed. Nigga, we should all take time to learn something every day. Nigga, you shouldn't be watching four, five hours of TV and you ain't spending no time reading a book. You shouldn't be spending a whole lot of time consuming fictional media and you ain't read nothing that's like good for your motherfucking brain. You know, because like even with niggas who read books, because, you know, like I had this conversation on IG live with uh, King Jern from Frocast and uh, a couple other niggas. And we was talking about that shit like, nigga, you niggas shouldn't be bragging about reading books and they all fictional books. You know, you can't be sitting up here telling me, yeah, man, I read uh, Thug Princess and uh, Killer Joe from Chicago. And I read, uh, you know, the. The, the Mafia Chronicle, like, nigga, you need to be reading things that's going to feed your fucking brain. You know, we should always be taking time as fucking human beings to be trying to learn something that's going to help us move forward in life. You know, the reason a lot of motherfuckers is stuck on a fucking treadmill is because you don't want to learn shit. Motherfuckers be spending way more time trying to show how smart they are than to actually learn something to actually be smart in real life. That's where a lot of motherfuckers is fucked up at. You know, motherfuckers want to sit up here and, oh, man, I know this and da-da-da-da. Like I said, nigga, we was talking about that shit a couple weeks ago or like a couple days ago. And I was like, man, niggas know every motherfucking sports stat. Niggas know every lyric on a fucking Drake album. But they don't know they fucking senator. You know, they don't they don't know they representative for their state. A lot of niggas don't even know the governor of their state. A lot of niggas don't have no real life pertinent fucking information. Niggas ain't got no constructive fucking information that's going to help us move forward. But they know every motherfucker that play for the Lakers. They know the niggas that's injured on the Lakers. They know all the special teams niggas on the fucking the Rams. Nigga, they could tell you what colleges these niggas went to. They could tell you how many points they fucking average, how many touchdowns niggas got. How many fucking running yards and shit like that? But them motherfuckers can't tell you nothing. That's going to be some real life information that's going to move you forward. They don't know nothing political, my nigga. Them motherfuckers don't know who's in the White House other than the niggas who they see on TV and commercials. Or memes or shit they see on fucking Instagram. You know, they don't have no type of information to offer nobody, my nigga. You know, like, the reason, like I tell motherfuckers, the reason I be so successful with women a lot of times, it ain't even because of how handsome or how funny I am, nigga. A lot of women are actually sapiosexuals. Like, they, you know, a lot of women be lying on Instagram. They say they are sapiosexual, and they fucking with some dumbass nigga with a fucking hellcat. But there are women who do still value a good conversation that ain't about what's on TV. You know, a lot of times a woman does value being able to speak to a man that's actually going to teach her something that's really going to help her in life. You know, a lot of the reason that a lot of my exes, I've always still had access to them years after the motherfucking relationship is because I taught them something. The reason a lot of times, nigga, when I deal with women, they always still around somewhere is because I teach motherfuckers some shit. 
And I can't teach motherfuckers nothing if I ain't learning. If I'm not sitting here watching documentaries, if I'm not sitting here trying to watch shit that's going to feed my brain, I don't have nothing to teach these motherfuckers. And like I say a lot of times, the reason that I am so big on learning is because I got kids, nigga. Like, I don't see how you motherfuckers be having kids and you trying to tell your kids to read and you don't read. Nigga, your kids follow your fucking example. So how the fuck are you going to tell your kids to be smart, focus on education and all that shit? And they sit here watching you watch fucking P-Valley all motherfucking day. They sit up here watching you watch fucking stupid ass shit all day. You watch sports all day. But you want them niggas to read. Oh, turn off that tablet. You been watching too much YouTube. Oh, turn off that tablet. You been you, you got too much screen time. And then they see what you consuming. You consuming bullshit yourself. Nigga, don't tell your kid to read and you don't read. Don't tell your kid to watch some educational fucking TV and you watching bullshit on TV because kids always follow your fucking example. Like I said, this is why I'm cool because I have to set an example for my kids. My demeanor is what I want my kids to see. What I consume is what I want my kids to see. It's not, oh, do as I say, not as I do. That's bullshit. The reason that I talk the way that I talk on this motherfucking show, the reason that I get down how I get down is because, nigga, your best motherfucking sermon is the life that you live. Ain't nobody going to fucking listen to what the fuck you saying if they know you don't believe it. They know you don't walk in it. They know that's not who you are as a fucking person. Like, nigga, it ain't shit I say on this motherfucking show that I don't do. You know, and like personally, I don't really crack a lot of books open, but nigga, I'm an audio book nigga. Because I'm a truck driver. So when I'm on the road, nigga, I be listening to audio books. You know, like I tell women all the time, nigga, you want to shake a nigga up, ask that nigga what's the last book he read and what's his favorite part. Nigga, what's that nigga? What, what's, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite book and what did you learn from it? What was your interpretation of what the author was trying to convey in that book you just read? How was it? Do you suggest I read it? Oh, okay. You know, like, what do you have to offer besides dick? protection and uh provision you know what can you teach me my nigga if the nigga ain't got no answer nigga you got your answer you know what they say they do what they see not what they told exactly that's what i'm saying you have to be that fucking example for your children you can't be telling your kids all this shit that you don't do you can't tell your kids anything that you don't fucking do. So you should always be doing the best that you can to be the fucking example that you want for your motherfucking kids, nigga. Because they watching you, nigga. They listening at all times. The shit you talk about with your friends around your kids. You know, like I did a fucking episode with um the Notorious Moms podcast, nigga. You know, shout out to Tanya from the Notorious Moms podcast. You know, and I was talking about the reason a lot of motherfuckers are toxic is because they was raised to be toxic. And, you know, she like asked, like, how the fuck can you be raised to be toxic? Who the fuck raises their kids to be toxic? Toxic motherfuckers. If your kids see you sitting in your motherfucking house screaming at your motherfucking boyfriend, screaming at your husband, they going to think that shit cool. 
If them motherfuckers see you screaming at your wife, beating your wife up and all that shit, they going to think that shit cool. Anything your kids see you doing, they going to think that shit cool, even if you tell them it ain't. You know, if, if you a motherfucking active gang member and you got a child and they see daddy a motherfucking crip or daddy a blood, daddy a GD, a BD, a vice lord, a folk or any of that shit, nigga, they going to think that shit cool. Nigga, you could tell them a million times, don't be like me, son. Don't be a trapper. Don't be a, a dope dealer. Don't be this. Don't be that. They ain't going to listen to that shit. I mean, how the fuck you going to tell me that and you selling dope? How you gonna tell me, you know, how you gonna tell me to be a one woman man and you got a bunch of bitches? You know, you as a father, nigga, how you gonna tell your daughter, you know, to to find a man and love him and marry him and you got a bunch of temporary ass bitches? How's how's that gonna work, nigga? How how are you teaching your daughter what love and relationships are and you not living in that shit, my nigga? You have to be the best fucking example for your kids, my nigga. Your fucking Lifestyle is your sermon Your lifestyle is your lesson You know so you always gotta make sure That nigga everything that comes from your mouth Is what you live on a day to day basis You know like I said nigga I I speak rarely nigga I'm more big on the example that I set Than on the words that I say You know the reason that I have a podcast Is so I could get off the shit that I got to say in these little hour increments throughout the week and I can shut the fuck up for the rest of the week. You know, of course, I do like Instagram lives and shit throughout the week just to like get my jokes off because, of course, you know, sometimes you just got to let it out. Nigga, I, I consider myself to be a funny nigga. So sometimes I like to crack my jokes and, you know, be funny and, you know, fuck off with the homies and shit. But for the most part, nigga, I always make sure that on this show, on my platform, I got some important shit to say to you niggas. So I always make sure that when it's my time to speak, nigga, it's powerful. Even when I'm in these Instagram lives, nigga, I might crack my jokes and shit. But at the end of the day, nigga, I got way more game for niggas than I got jokes and all that bullshit. Nigga, we'll sit up there on an IG live and we'll be talking funny shit for like 10, 15 minutes. Nigga, we'll get straight into politics. We be talking all that funny shit, nigga. We'll get straight into race relations, nigga. We'll get straight off into, you know, like just learning, nigga. Straight off into books that we supposed to be reading, nigga. Straight off into shit we supposed to be teaching our motherfucking kids. Like, you never know what the fuck you gonna get when we get on Instagram live, nigga. You know, nigga, we, nigga, we cover the whole motherfucking spectrum. But if niggas is talking to me, it ain't just finna be the jokes, my nigga. Like, nigga, I, like I said, I crack jokes until it ain't joking time no more. Like, nigga, I wasn't even raised like that, nigga. Like, I ain't never been a play-too-much-ass nigga. You know, like I said, and I'm going I'm to eventually do an episode about this shit. Like, I might wait till February or something. But, you know, like, this is just how I feel about the black community in general, nigga. We fucking play too much. You know, like I talked about that shit on Instagram Live. Like, as black people, we play entirely too fucking much. We get fucking distracted entirely too fucking much. And I'm not going to stay on this shit too long. I'm just doing it real quick. What's going on, motherfucking Uncle P? But, you know, us as black people, we got to take out a whole lot more time for learning. A whole lot more time for constructive things. A whole lot more time trying to learn shit that's constructive instead of spending time being on entertainment 
comedy, sports, and shit like that. Nigga, as much time as you spend doing that shit, nigga, you need to be spending some time trying to look into what the fuck is going on in the world politically. Nigga, you need to be spending a little bit more time paying attention to what the fuck is going on in your kids' life. How your kids is doing in school. Nigga, how your kids are doing mentally. Nigga, you shouldn't know all of Michael Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron stats. And you don't know your kids' grades or how they doing in school or how they feel mentally, how they're, how, how they're doing, like, how they're doing. Not just how they doing in school, but like how, how you feeling mentally? Are you happy? Are you sad? You know, how do you feel I'm doing as a parent? You know, like asking these type of questions, my nigga. Like I ask my kids that shit all the time. Nigga, how you think I'm doing? Do you think I don't spend enough time with you? You know, do I not do enough for you? Like, nigga, how, how do you feel I'm doing? Like, nigga, you know, my, my kids are are how I judge how I'm doing as a parent. You know, because I'm a co-parent now. So it's a lot of shit that gets said from my kid's mother about me. And it's like, how you feel about what the fuck I got going on? It's, you know, it's around here how much I care. But when it comes to what Deuce and Brownie think, nigga, that shit is way out here. Like, nigga, that shit means the world to me. You know, so I always got to listen to what Deuce and Brownie got to say about what the fuck I do as a parent. But like I said, nigga, like we have to spend a whole lot more time on constructive things in general because we know too much about sports. We know too much about entertainment. We know too much about hip hop, music, movies and TV and not enough about politics. Like the fact that they say, nigga, every black baby born is a brand new Democrat is fucking stupid. Nigga, the fact that you come into a voting situation And you ain't heard none of the motherfucking, none of what these political people have to offer, but you already ready to vote for their ass is stupid as a motherfucker. Like, nigga, I had a conversation with my coworkers and that shit like pissed me off so bad. I got the like going off on these niggas because the nigga said, I don't give a fuck if you don't know who's in the fucking office vote anyway. Nigga, I went off on them niggas because I'm like, nigga, that's literally like saying just because you blind drive anyway, because that's how important this shit is, my nigga. You know, like I be telling motherfuckers about withholding our vote and they say the dumbest shit. Why would we do that? If we don't vote, then we don't have no say so on what goes on in the political process. Nigga, the reason that I say to withhold our vote. Is because even if we do vote, they ain't got shit to offer us no fucking way. A lot of times these motherfucking political candidates are coming this motherfucker and they don't offer us shit at all. What's going on, motherfucking? At the sound of my voice, Mario J. What's going on, Brandon? You know, I see y'all up in this motherfucker. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, we're out here voting and they ain't offered us nothing. What black agenda does the Democratic Party have that makes us say we got to go vote for them? What does the Republican Party have to offer for us to make us say we got to go vote for them? So if they don't have nothing for us, nigga, we have to sit back and say, earn my vote. Until you earn our vote, you don't get our vote. Our vote is our political power, my nigga. Our vote is our political leverage. And if we don't use that fucking leverage strategically, we are going to be taken advantage of every single fucking time. That's the reason that I say to withhold our fucking vote. 
what you say, YG Blaze, that shit was long as hell. Because we, especially black people, are so emotional when it comes to voting that we think it's about love and it's a transaction. If you don't give me something, you can't get what you're asking me for. Precisely. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's the reason that I say to withhold our vote. Because if we just give them our vote out of fear, then they know how to deal with us. All we got to do is scare them. All we got to do is tell them, you better go vote against Big Bad Trump. Trump's fucked up. You better go vote against him. You better go get our guy in there or Trump's going to get you. Nigga, we voted out of fear to get Trump out now. Look at us. Motherfucking gas, $200 a gallon and shit. Like, it's all fucked up. Nigga, we got Trump out of office now. Nigga, we done jumped right out the fucking frying pan right into the fucking fire. Because instead of voting strategically, we voted emotionally. Like I've been saying this whole fucking episode for an hour and a half. Strategy over fucking emotion. As black people, we have to vote strategically. We have to live strategically. We cannot afford to be fucking emotional in all of this shit. We can't afford to keep on fucking playing, my nigga. We can't afford to be sitting up here knowing every Drake lyric. Every motherfucking statistic of the Warriors and the fucking Celtics and Giannis fucking Antetokounmpo and uh, the big white boy who won fucking MVP Jokic. Like, nigga, we be knowing all that stupid ass shit. But it's like, hey, man, so who's the who's the senators in your district? Who's the mayor of your city? Who's the governor of your state? And we don't know none of that shit. A lot of niggas don't know none of that shit. You know, like I said, nigga, if I ask you. What's your favorite TV show and what's your favorite character? Niggas would be like, oh, well, nigga, I'm watching P-Valley and I'm watching uh Snowfall and I'm watching this shit and I'm watching this shit and I like this character. And, oh, this bitch, she's so vindictive, but I like her because she a bad bitch and all this. And I'm like, oh, crazy. So what's the last book you read? And they like, um, Hop on Pop, The Outsiders when I was 12 years old. Like, you niggas ain't read their book when you was grown, but you done watched 200 motherfucking TV shows. That's not good, dog. You know, even with the niggas who be reading books, like, nigga, when the last time you read a book that really, like, changed your life? What was the last book you read that, like, really affected you and how you moved through life? What was the last book that really changed your perspective on philosophy? Nigga, what was the last book that you read that you would suggest to somebody if they was going through something? What's the last book that you read that really made you feel like you learned so much? Nigga, what book would you what what book would you suggest to a person that, you know, they they needed to learn something about their history or self-love? Motherfuckers don't be having no answer for that shit. You know, or niggas got like a real basic ass answer. Oh, 48 laws of power. Okay, so what's your favorite law of power from 48 laws of power? And nigga, rich dad, poor dad, I read that motherfucker like three times. I didn't really fuck with it. I ain't gonna front. I wasn't a big fan of um, rich dad, poor dad. Thinking girl rich, I was okay with it, but I like I wasn't a super fucking big fan of that. The art of war was dope. It was entertaining. I liked the art of war, but you know, like you, you really gotta look at that shit like metaphysically to get that motherfucker. The art of war was dope, but just was long as a motherfucker. That shit was long as shit. What's going on, sexy cool lounge? But that's the thing Like it's a lot of books That I be telling niggas Like if you can't suggest me a, Like literally suggest me a book 
that's really going to be some real shit, you know, because like, like I said, when I ask niggas about a book, I ask them, okay, so what did that book do for you? Don't just tell me a book title that you know is popular. Nigga, what book did you read and what did you get out of that book? Nigga, how are you moving forward from what you read in that book? Like the last dope ass book I read lately, because I just read the four agreements. I forgot the name of the fucking author, but I read the four agreements. That's what I was going to do this episode about. I was going to do it about the the first agreement, which was being um, being impeccable with your word. I'm probably going to do an episode about that shit later. But the four agreements was cool, but I really loved the first one. The other ones I kind of was like, oh, okay, these motherfuckers cool, but I like that first one. Um, the fucking book, um, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. That was the last book that I read that I thought was dope as a motherfucker. Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. That shit was dope as shit. Real Rider said, White Man Justice, Black Man's Grief. Uh, I ain't read that one yet. Shook ones, I think that's the book Charlemagne wrote. Uncle P put that shit. I ain't read that motherfucker yet. Not really a big Charlemagne fan, but I keep hearing that that you know that book is good and uh Black Privilege. That's another book Charlemagne wrote. I ain't read that one either. But like I said, like as Black people, nigga, we really need to start focusing on reading, learning. You know, even with documentaries, because like I said, everybody don't crack books open, and that's okay. I'm not telling niggas. To go to fucking Barnes and Noble, even though that sometimes be my advice for dating. You know, quit trying to meet niggas in the club. Meet a nigga at Barnes and Noble, bitch. Like, go read some shit. Shout out to Rosie from the motherfucking Rosie perspective, nigga. Y'all niggas already know, nigga. Let me turn that bitch up. Motherfucking. Shout out to Rosie. She get the loud ear horn. What's going on, Rosie from the Rosie perspective? Sexy Cool Lounge said, great book. On the day, on your life. By Aubrey Marcus I'ma check that shit out But like I said nigga Like A lot of times We need to really start Looking at the people who Or looking at the things That we consume Intellectually A lot of times nigga We eating too much Motherfucking brain candy You know When I look at fictional books Nigga I look at I look at that shit Like literally feeding candy To your brain Nigga If you reading a book That don't teach you nothing Nigga It's literally like you you just reading the read, nigga. It's like running on a fucking treadmill, nigga. You you doing this, but you ain't going no fucking where. Like, nigga, if the book didn't teach you something that's gonna help you move forward, you wasted your fucking time reading it. Like I said, dog. And I'm not shitting on it because, like I say, nigga, I value entertainment. I value having fun. We all gotta have fun. You know, like I say about relationships, the reason that you never wasted your time in a relationship. Is because you have fun or you learn. The only time you wasted your time is if you didn't do either one. Now, if you in a relationship with a man and, and the whole relationship was torture, yes, you wasted your fucking time. But if you was in a fucking relationship with a man and y'all had sex, y'all ate good food, y'all niggas, you know, you went on trips and all that shit, you didn't waste your fucking time. You had a good time. It just was a temporary time. So it wasn't a fucking waste of time. So, like, this is what I say about books. You know, I'm not saying to never read a fictional book, but you should also, as many fucking fictional books as you read, you need to be reading books that's going to help you mentally. Books that's going to help you move forward in life. Books about real estate. Books about 
the stock market, nigga. Books about mental health. You know, books, self-help books. You know, like, you need to feed your brain some shit that's actually going to help you, my nigga. Like I said, nigga, this podcast right here, this ain't no fucking entertainment show. This is an education show. It might be entertaining, but, nigga, I'm trying to educate motherfuckers. Nigga, you listen to this motherfucker. You listen to this motherfucker to learn something. You don't listen to this motherfucker for how many jokes I could tell. You don't listen to this motherfucker to find out who fucking on Lizzo. Nigga, you listen to this motherfucker because I'm here to give you game, not video games, not sports games, wisdom. That's what this motherfucking show is, my nigga. I'm trying to leave you with something. I want you to listen to this motherfucker to literally suggest this motherfucker like you suggest books to niggas. And like I said, that shit, when I started this motherfucking show, I swear to God, nigga, I probably was like 50 episodes in and I was getting frustrated. Because, like, nigga, me and my producer was having a conversation about that shit. And I was like, nigga, the only thing that's going to hold too much game back is niggas value entertainment over motherfucking intelligence. Niggas would rather listen to some shit that make them laugh than some shit that's going to make them learn. But I'm okay with that. Like I said, this is why I'm cool, my nigga. Because only thing I have control over Is me doing my best. The only thing I have control over. Is giving the best game that I could give. And hoping that motherfuckers feel me. Who listens is out of my control. Who enjoys it is out of my control. The only thing I could control. Is putting on the best show I could put on. The only thing I could control. Is giving the best game I could give. To hope that a motherfucker listening to this. Takes something away that they could keep. Take something away that they will share. Take something away and tell another motherfucker to listen to this motherfucker because of how much they can learn from this motherfucker. That's all I can control. So what stopped me from being discouraged about my audience not being where I want them to be is that I know that I did my best whether or not niggas listen. Whether niggas listen or not is fucking irrelevant, nigga. The fact that I put on the best show I could put on is all that matters to me. Nigga, me getting two or three DMs after every episode about how it was some real shit, nigga, that's great. That, that's, that's all I need, nigga. Like, of course, I love to have 10 million listeners. Of course, I love to go live and it be 700 people in this month. That'd be dope. But I'm okay with just a couple of motherfuckers that really fuck with this shit. Because all I could control is what the fuck I could do. I can't control how many niggas listen or how many niggas enjoy And this is what I tell y'all. This is what I tell podcasters. The only thing that you can control when you do this shit is what you do. You can control what you say. You can control your content. The listeners is out of your control, nigga. All you can do with listeners is promote as much as you can and do as much as you can to get niggas to listen. But it's up to them. But at the end of the day, nigga, what's going to keep you doing your shit? Is the passion that you got to have internally. The mission that you want internally. Like me, I understand what my mission is. I understand what my goal is. I understand what I have to do to accomplish that. When I accomplish that is out of my control. How I accomplish that shit is out of my control. All I know is what I have to do. And I got to do that to the best of my motherfucking ability. When I get there, I don't know. Nigga, that shit might crack off 
next month. That shit might crack off next year. That shit might crack off in 2032. But all I could control is what I could control, and I'm cool with that. That's why I'm cool. You know, like another part of all this shit is fucking choosing your crowd wisely, my nigga. The motherfuckers who you surround yourself with. You can only go as far as the motherfuckers who you fuck with for no fucking reason. You know, don't be fucking with no losing ass niggas if you don't want to be a fucking loser. You know, like the cliche, nigga, if you hang out with nine broke niggas, you're going to be number 10. Nigga, what's going on, BRB4701? What's going on, Court from the Barbie Way? Shout out to both of y'all, nigga. I'm on orange juice right now. I couldn't be on that One Hope Wine, but y'all niggas go check out OneHopeWine.com. O-N-E HopeWine.com, nigga. Them motherfuckers got the best Moscato in the world. Motherfucking dope-ass wine brand. Y'all go on there and support my nigga. You know, what's going on, Barbie? But uh, like I said, nigga, choose your crowd wisely, my nigga. Choose the niggas you fuck with wisely. You know, nigga, you can't be fucking with no suck-ass niggas if you ain't no sucker. Because sucker shit is contagious. Sucker situations are contagious. You know, a lot of times you motherfuckers be kicking it with a buster-ass nigga. And you wonder why buster-ass shit be happening to you. Nigga, that shit contagious. Like I said earlier, my nigga. Secondhand smoke is more dangerous to you than it is to the nigga with the cigarette. It's a lot of motherfuckers that ain't here no more. Because they was standing close to a nigga who was in some bullshit and didn't tell him. A lot of motherfuckers is in fucked up situations because when you had a dope ass business idea, your bum ass homeboy shot it down. When you was telling your homegirl that you had an idea for a clothing boutique, she shot your idea down. When you told your homegirl you was going to start a fucking podcast, she laughed at your ass. That's why you didn't get something that you was passionate about off the fucking ground because of your bum ass circle, you know, and this shit, this circle shit, nigga, this shit go beyond friends because I tell y'all niggas all the time. If family is contrary to your mission, they got to go too. if your mom always shoot down all your business ideas, nigga, you got to back up off her. Nigga, I ain't telling you to stop loving her, but nigga, you got to stop telling her your business plans. You got to stop telling big ass ideas to small minded motherfuckers because they going to shoot it down every time. Because like Sigmund Freud say about projection, my nigga, motherfuckers only understand shit through their scope of understanding. So when it comes to you telling somebody, man, I'm trying to be a motherfucking millionaire. If they ain't never made a million dollars, nigga, that shit is going to be out of their realm of fucking understanding. They like, what a millionaire? How the fuck you going to do that? You from this neighborhood. How you going to be a millionaire? You went to this school. How you a millionaire? What they need to say is how you going to be a millionaire and you kicking it with my bum ass. Nigga, and, and again, that go for family, relatives, co-work, anybody, nigga. Any motherfucker that could sit up there and make your big ass dream sound impossible don't need to be around you. Any motherfucker, when you trying to be in a business situation, when you trying to be a fucking entrepreneur, you don't need to be kicking it with niggas who don't understand entrepreneurship. You don't need to be in a relationship with a motherfucker that don't understand entrepreneurship. It's a lot of y'all motherfuckers that's married to your worst enemy. It's a lot of y'all motherfuckers that's in a fucking relationship with your worst enemy. It's a lot of y'all motherfuckers, you best friends with your worst enemy.
Nigga, your best friend is why you don't think you can do some shit. Your best friend is the reason why you ain't never done shit. Because when you want to sit back, hey, man, I got to work on this motherfucking business plan. Nigga, I, I, I got to get this shit out the way. I got this deadline I got to reach. Man, fuck that. You need to come out and party. You spend way too much time working on that business. Man, you need to be out here with these bitches, man. We out here having fun, man. You letting life pass you by. No, you're not, my nigga. You have a mission to fucking accomplish. That nigga doesn't. Fuck him. Let him go do him. Nigga, you got important shit to do, my nigga. You got, like I said in the the last episode, nigga, if you got some shit going on, you don't need to be around niggas who don't got shit going on. Nigga, you don't need to be on the phone with a nigga. You know motherfucking well you supposed to be writing your book. Nigga, you you four pages behind on your schedule and you sitting up here on the phone with a motherfucker that ain't talking about shit. You on the phone talking to a bitch and she over here just, yeah, so today my coworker, she was really getting on my nerves. And you literally sitting here just womp, 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 knowing you got writing to do. You know, you a graphic designer, knowing you got a design you got to finish. You a rapper, nigga. You know you supposed to be writing to this beat that they just sent you. But you sitting here running your mouth with this motherfucker. Man, hang up on that motherfucking bitch. She, nigga, if she fuck with you like she's supposed to fuck with you, she'll be there when you finish your song. If that's your friend, like they say they your friend, they'll be there when you get done accomplishing your motherfucking mission. If that motherfucker fuck with you like they say they fuck with you, nigga, they'll be there after you get done writing your fucking book. When you get done writing your notes for your podcast, when you get done recording your show, they'll still be there. If not, they wasn't supposed to be there in the fucking first place. And that should be okay with you. This is why I'm cool, because I understand that. This is the reason I don't really answer my phone a lot. This is the reason I don't be sitting up fucking with niggas all day. This is the reason I don't answer my fucking phone all the time. This is the reason why I don't really waste my time with a lot of motherfuckers. Because if you not like-minded, if you not progressive-minded, I'm not finna be sitting on the fucking phone with your ass all day. If I can't fucking relate to what the fuck your mission is and you relate to what the fuck my mission is, I'm not finna sit up here and fucking talk to you all day. Because like I said, nigga, certain shit is a literal waste of fucking time. Nigga, life is temporary. Don't waste your motherfucking time when you know you wasting your time. If you know this conversation is not going to lead to you learning something, you're wasting your time. If this motherfucking conversation ain't at least going to lead to laughs, you wasting your fucking time. Nigga, don't let nobody call your phone and you literally sitting there with your motherfucking head resting on your hand and you just bored and you just, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Hang up on that motherfucker, man. You're wasting your time. You got important things to be doing, my nigga. You literally got some shit to do. Like Uncle P said, nigga, I got shit to do, damn it. The fuck off my phone. If you ain't talking about, nigga, us manifesting something, us building something, nigga, us doing something, get the fuck off my phone. Because like I said, I value entertainment. So if you call to me and you got a funny-ass story, cool, nigga, tell me the story. Oh, we're going to laugh it up. Oh, nigga, you you calling to tell me, oh, man, this, this bitch, oh, she had a fat ass, I'm finna send you some pictures. Let's do it. But, nigga, I'm not finna sit on the fucking phone with you and just breathe. I'm not finna fucking sit on the phone with you and you literally just talking some bullshit. I'm not even finna sit on the phone with you and talk about your motherfucking problems. Because like I said, my nigga, in the beginning of this bitch, 
I don't got time to stress over nobody else's shit. If you calling me to stress me out and dump your motherfucking problems out, nigga, all I got for you is solutions. But I'm not finna sit up here and fucking have a pity party with your bitch ass. I don't do pity parties, nigga. If you calling me for some motherfucking advice, I got some advice for you. But if you just calling me to run your mouth and talk bullshit, get the fuck off my line. I'm out of oranges. But nigga, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, don't allow nobody to bog your mood down. Don't allow nobody to sit up here and try to fucking shoot your day down with they bullshit, nigga. Misery loves company. Don't allow yourself to be the company that misery has, my nigga. If you miserable, stay your miserable ass over there, nigga, because I'm not going to be miserable with you. I'm going to give you the advice that I feel will help you to be less miserable. I'm going to give you the advice to help you get past your misery. But I'm not finna fucking sit up here and be miserable with you. Fuck you. Nigga, you know. Hell no. I I wouldn't even do that to another motherfucker. You know, because sometimes a motherfucker do want to dump their problems out. But nigga, sometimes I just write it on Twitter and delete it. You know, sometimes, you know, like, and again. Sometimes you do need that person because you do want to just get your shit off real quick. But a lot of times, nigga, you really got to start telling people like, hey, look, nigga, I just want to dump this bullshit off on you because I ain't got nobody else to tell. So let me just tell you this bullshit and then we're going to laugh later, nigga. We're going to have a good, funny conversation after this. But I just got to get this off my chest because my heart is broke. And that's cool. But, nigga, you couldn't be allowing a motherfucker to just sit up here with a million problems and zero solutions. Because some motherfuckers, they don't want the solution, nigga. They just want you to sit there and feel sad with them. Fuck those people. What did it say? Literally just slowing me down from finishing my shit. Exactly, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing. You can't allow motherfuckers to just suck the air out of your motherfucking balloon. You got shit to do. Keep that in mind, nigga. I can't sit up here and be stressed with you, my nigga. I got kids, nigga. My kids can't see me sitting up here sad about your stupid ass bullshit. We can't be sitting up here... In the same quick saying that you put yourself in. You know, like I said on motherfucking Twitter, my nigga, we all think that a donkey in the mud looks stupid. But we look more stupid trying to help that donkey out the motherfucking mud when that donkey put itself in the mud in the first place. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that bury their motherfucking self. And they want you to sit up here and listen to the story about how they buried they self. Nigga, if you ain't got no solution to what they problem is, nigga, you don't need to be sitting up here talking to their motherfucking ass about it. What's going on on the radar? What's going on 99 really? Like, I don't sit there discussing problems all day, my nigga. If we not talking about solutions, get the fuck off my phone. If we not talking about how we going to get better, how you going to get better, or how I'm going to get better, get the fuck off my phone. If I can't teach you nothing and you can't teach me nothing, get the fuck off my phone. If you calling me to tell me how sad you are and you want me to tell you how life is going to get better, then we can have that conversation because I'll tell you, you know, life goes on, man. Things is temporary. You know, as long as you don't have no unfinished business, you're going to be okay. That person will want for you to live your life and do better. That person will want to see you grow. That person will want to see you be strong. You got to be strong for your family. Yes, I'll give you all that motherfucking advice. 
But if you just want to sit up here and cry and say, it ain't that easy. It ain't going to be like that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Get the fuck off my fucking phone then, bitch. Go cry in the motherfucking corner then. If you think crying is a motherfucking solution, then go cry. But you ain't finna cry on my phone. You ain't going to cry on my time because my time is valuable. My time limited like the time of that motherfucker who you crying over. Just like that motherfucker did, there's going to be a time when I'm going to die. There's going to be a time when you're going to die. I can't use this precious time of life that I have to worry about a motherfucker that ain't here no more. Especially if they ain't my people, that's your people. And like I said, I'm not saying this shit to sound like a dick. I'm not saying this shit to sound like I'm fucking heartless or I don't give a fuck. But what I'm saying is, my nigga, process that. Feel that. Mourn. But you got fucking hustling to do, my nigga. You still got living to fucking do. You can't fucking wallow in your sadness. You get three days of bereavement from work, then you got to bring your ass back in. So spend your three days. Cry. You know, do what you got to do. Listen to, you know, Brandy. Listen to Boys to Men and Bone Thugs and Harm. Listen to your sad music and get your cry on, dog. Do do what you got to do. But you got hustling to do after that, my nigga. You still got to get your grind on, nigga. You still got to be that example for your kids. You still got to be that strong motherfucker for the people that's looking up to you. You still got business to handle. So as sad as you are in that moment of tragedy, you got fucking hustling to do. And when you the motherfucker who this person is talking to, you got to give them that motherfucking advice. Nigga, I got hustling to do like you got hustling to do. When I lost that family member last year... Look at me now. Look at me living. Look at me with a big ass smile on my face. In two weeks, this is how you going to feel. So feel that pain. Go through that. Mourn. Do what you got to do. And then you got hustling to do. Because whoever that person is, they didn't put in their will, um, when I die, I want my grandson Johnny to jump in the casket with me. I don't think that was in their will. I don't think they will said, when I die, I want my grandson Johnny to sit in his bedroom and cry for three weeks and never get over it. I don't think that's nobody's wishes when they pass away, my nigga. They want you to do exactly what I'm telling you to do. Feel the pain, get your mourn on, and move the fuck on. Live your life. Be strong in the name of that family member that you lost. Be strong in the name of that close friend that you lost. They want to see you do well. They want to see you carry on their legacy of you being strong and you keeping their name alive. Nigga, it ain't nothing wrong to be like, nigga, I scored this touchdown in the name of grandma. You know, nigga, I, I scored this motherfucking basket. That's for grandma. But grandma don't want to see your bitch ass on the couch sitting there crying for two fucking weeks, being a little bitch. I lost my job because of grandma. Grandma don't want to hear that bullshit. Nigga, grandma don't want to hear, I ain't been able to eat for three weeks because you been gone. Nigga, your family member don't want to see that shit. It's your bitch ass up. Like, nigga, on some real shit, nigga, if, if I had to fucking, like, leave an episode to my motherfucking kids, like, from beyond the grave, I'll tell them, nigga, I see you crying. I know, it's sad, I'm gone. But y'all little niggas got hustling to do, my nigga. Get your grind on and keep my name alive, my nigga. Y'all niggas carrying my motherfucking last name, nigga. 
Y'all niggas gotta be strong nigga I didn't raise no punks I ain't raised no punk ass bitch Y'all niggas got hustling to do Nigga go move forward Keep my name alive Nigga make me proud I ain't here no more It is what it is Life temporary My nigga we all gonna die Everybody you love gonna die But you got motherfucking hustling to do So keep that shit in mind And it'll it'll always be better Like I said When you buy a dog Nigga you don't love your dog Less cause he gonna die You don't hold back your love Cause your dog gonna die So yes nigga Love as hard as you can Get as much as you can out of every moment that you can. But when it's over, nigga, be okay with that because you understood that that shit was temporary, my nigga. You'll always be better in life when you understand that the beauty of life is the fact that it's going to end. The beauty of anything is the fact that it is temporary. Disneyland is fun because you leave. Magic Mountain, Six Flags, and all this shit is fun because you get all the fucking experience that you can out of that shit. And then when it's over, you feel great because you had a good experience. You understood how temporary that was. So you was okay with it being over. This is how we have to be with the lives of people around us. You lose somebody, but you understood the fact that you were going to lose them eventually. So you got to be okay with losing them. And that's life, nigga. That's the beauty of life. Loss is the beauty of life. Adversity is the beauty of life. Hardships are the beauty of life. Because without going through fucked up shit, we wouldn't appreciate all the good shit. You wouldn't be able to appreciate how good it feels to have a meal if you ain't been hungry. You'll never understand how good it feels to make some money unless you've been broke before. Like I said, I never would have wanted to be born a billionaire because I would never know how good it feel to hustle my way into some shit. You know, like the reason Michael Jackson was always such a weirdo is because he never had to ask for no pussy. You know, a lot of us, nigga, we had to dress and get fly to get pussy. A lot of us, nigga, we had to, you know, like hustle, nigga, you know, get some cool shit, figure out some, some, some beautiful words to tell a bitch. You know, we had to like use our charisma to try to get a female. You know, so a lot of times we understood how good it feel to actually get that pussy because we know we worked for that shit. You know, we had to go through what it took to get that shit. So it felt good. Like I said, nigga, the reason that you shouldn't be fucked up behind rejection is because the more you get rejected, the better it feel when a woman says yes. That's the reason rejection should never shake you. Like I said, this is why I'm cool. This is the whole fucking reason for this episode, my nigga, for you to understand that adversity happens. But adversity should never shake you because you understand that adversity is a part of life. The adversity that comes to us is what makes us. The adversity that we overcome is what makes us the great motherfuckers that we are. You know, so you should never allow no adversity to fuck you up because you understand that it's a part of life. You understand that life is... You know, all about loss. You understand that the beauty of life is the fact that it's going to end. The beauty of life is the fact that you understand that you're going to go through shit. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, it's too much game podcast dot store. 
T-O-O, Much Game Podcast.store. Um, to support the team financially, patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media. Support the other townhouse media podcast who I got going on on the screen behind me. Uh, sports for you, sports number four, letter U podcast, you know, um, with Mark John Watson, Nick motherfucking Freeze, the dopest motherfucking segment in podcasting, calling out names, y'all check them niggas out. Um, you know, shout out to all the motherfuckers who stayed in this live, nigga. I did this nigga two fucking hours, nigga. So shout out to Luke Fly Talker, Uncle P Rodis, uh, my brother, Cali Buzz, nigga, Pomona Bab, uh, you know, all y'all, especially Luke Fly Talker. This motherfucker was here the whole fucking time, nigga. Shout out to Luke Fly Talker, nigga. But um, nigga, follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter. Too much game podcast on Instagram. Too much game pod on Twitter. Um, and I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.